Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Hello and welcome to episode 119 of Myths Podcast. My name's Matt Hoss. I'm the other guy. <laughs> you aren't the other guy. You know what? Look, do you reckon people do know our names? Because like, cause sometimes certain people listen for not me, but for you and vice versa, right? Because like, so how often do you reckon you are the other guy? Well, firstly, they do definitely know our names because we say... It at the beginning and start of every episode and even the descriptions of each week's episode say our names yeah but you know what i mean though you like you know what i'm talking about i right? think i'm you always know. the other guy in any situation no you're not well the thing is dan i, I, I wanted to talk to you or about am I that issue. guy in situations i want to talk to you about a little issue called uh uh you know you you met some friends earlier this week right i did yes and they said Casual that they re- i have friends <laughs> it's not even 60 seconds in you've already boasted that you have friends <laughs> um but with uh okay your friends said they listened to this podcast and uh did they uh, and tell, tell us more about what happened dan because uh, can you sense why well, it's north? a mutual friend of ours from university yes shout out Love to you she's listening and Love you sorry go on <laughs> she I hadn't spoken. We actually hadn't. I hadn't caught up with her in a, in a while, um, maybe a year or so. Actually, it felt like a long time. Anyway, mm-hmm. she she reached out to me and said, "Hey Dan, I was thinking about uni recently and reminiscing. She was my housemate and reminiscing about the good old days when we all used to live together. And I felt sad about those, you know, good old university days. So I decided to listen to a few more, a few episodes of your podcast so I could hear hear your voice. Um, it's very sweet, isn't it, Matt?" Therein lies the issue, though. Hear your voice, not my voice. Because she does also know you. Yeah, exactly. And I thought we were very good friends, but apparently not. Also, this isn't isn't the first time this has happened, is it, Matt? Nope. Uh, I I don't want to say it's... One of my old flatmates used to... uh, uh, This one was your flatmate. That's true, actually. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's just this horrible, 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 horrible. Actually, well, yeah... um, so, but this is this leads on. To, well, I, I'm quite annoyed that people don't listen for me. That, that's that's all. well, people do listen for me, but a you lot know. of people listen to you. Yeah, but like, but I want. Why don't my friends want to listen to, to this for me? I'm pretty sure my yeah. mum listens to this for you. Get in, thank you, Chris. Lots of love to you. Um, can't wait to spend my Christmas today at yours. Um, uh, but anyway, um, but also like talking about Imo, a good friend of the you show. You invite yourself over to my house for Christmas. I, I snuck it in there. I wasn't sure if you would uh, pay attention to it, but yeah, and that's that's happening. Can I can I come to your house? Yeah, why not? Well, uh, COVID pending, but you know, fuck it, it'll be fine. <laughs> but um, but here's an interesting thing, Dan, because like. Uh, Imo dated my flatmate at uni, uh, which and they saw each other a couple of times, and like it, I found it interesting because like it's weird to see how I find it fascinating to hear how they are romantically. Because if you are with a flatmate, you're not always getting every single side of them. And the question I would like to pose for you: how would how would people think they would interpret you on a date? Do you know what I mean? How would, if you went on a date with someone, Dan? How would you think their friends would talk about it? And what oh, they do like, in a podcast? 
like not not the person I went on a date with, but their yeah. like when she was to report back. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. How would I come across? Hopefully, a nice guy. Um, hopefully, oh, I've got some bad news. Chivalrous, bad. a gentleman. Um, depending on Have... how the date. And Dan, you were just about to say you were a very generous liver, right? I was, yes. Do we mention that you just did a technical error and press pause on the recording, or do we want to just keep going like that didn't happen? <laughs> do you think that pe- uh, our listeners will be able to guess, or is it so anarchic that they won't be able to tell? Well, I did... it, well it depends on where you edit the... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think... I, I. You know what? I'm just going to put it together, both ends together. And if you can tell that like, there's a difference, you can email us at misspodcast.gmail.com and let us know. Because I don't think you can. I haven't listened to it back yet, but I don't think you can. <laughs> You're so confident in your editing skills that future Mal- you know that future Mount Hoss will do such a good job <laughs> that you are able to just breeze over the fact that... <laughs> that you <laughs> cancelled the recording no because obviously what's going to happen it'll be you stop talking mid-sentence and then i'll be like yep we're fine <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> you know i was just saying off air like recently with every single episode that we've done not in this new series but in norse mythology especially in the in the time frame of corona a lot of these have been really fucked up recordings you know what i mean like we've messed up so much recently dan it's all part of the charm, though, isn't it? Yeah, but somehow, after 100 episodes, our production quality dips, and I don't understand it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, how has it got to this point? Yeah, we're the only people that can p- complete a task 100 times and get worse. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're kind of like a, a bad 70s rock band. You know what I mean? Like, we, we were good, good like, uh, 50 years ago, but now every album subsequently worse. And our rock band could be called Entropy. Because with with the arrow of time, our lives become more chaotic and destabilize. Have you been reading more books again, Dan? Yes, I have. Oh, uh, how is unemployment treating you? Great. You okay. Are you? Uh, did, were you applying for jobs recently? Yes, I was. And what what are you applying for? Uh, one man? the pay. Well, so no acting work then. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I've actually been applying for a few. Um, Kind of a few government jobs, you know how it is. Oh my god, what kind of government jobs? Get that sweet, sweet pension, yeah. Have you heard of MI6? <laughs> you shut your mouth. How did you hear about that? I just guessed. Oh, we're gonna anyway. We're gonna have to get rid of this episode now. Oh, oh no. Oh well, I almost did. That's why I tried to stop recording. <laughs> I sent MI6 this podcast as a reference. <laughs> Imagine. You know what? They um, were not impressed. I remember my friend actually applying for MI5, genuinely, like, and it was, uh, it's quite funny because, like, he wasn't really prepared for it. He just, he was like in a surger, sat in his uh, onesie, and he's just like, just looking for jobs for after uni, and he started, like, putting, like, a, he registered an interest for MI5. It's like, you have 20 minutes to finish off this uh, um, uh, interview, or you're done. I was like, oh, God, I can't apply for two more years, and it's very, very stressful, but. Very funny to see a grown man trying to take very seriously in a onesie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good times. Good um, times. But yeah, Dan, as long as you're doing good and healthy. I am doing good and healthy. Are you doing good and healthy? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty tired, but good. Uh, like, you know what? Things are smashing at the moment. Twitch is going good. Castle's going good. This podcast is fine. And, you know, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, I'm also, uh, I'm, I'm essentially got a full-time job now, Dan. I'm a grown man. You you are a changed man actually, aren't you? 
Yeah, very much. I'll tell you what, like, I think my brother and I have changed a lot in the last year. We've all very much grown up because he's about to have a kid in a month, right? And I I have a job, which is very unlike Matt Hoss, you know what I mean? That's very, um, it's not on my brand. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's really, <laughs> down with capitalism. But whilst it exists, if I could get I a job, that would be, that would I, be I, great. Honestly, genuinely, like, uh, like if I got my first paycheck of like a full time wage last last month, uh, and I was like, "Oh my god, like this is crazy!" Like, no wonder why people like, <laughs> no wonder why people like to work. How can they actually afford things? It's great. <laughs> oh my god! Like, Wait, that's how people get money in their bank accounts. <laughs> Who knew? At last, I've unlocked the secret. I literally spent a quarter of a century just struggling, like just getting by. But now I can actually. Like, like it's not even a well-paid job; it's just a normal job. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I find it so strange. Like it's like now, if I want something, just go into Amazon and buy it. It's great. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's good, isn't it? My my life's pretty sweet at the moment, Dan. Am I going to be? Am I am I going to become a Tory within the year? Yes, I imagine you will. Okay. You know what? There's been a lot of conversation points within the last. Uh, Technically eight minutes, but for us uh, twenty minutes because of the, the false recording. But you know, uh, a lot of lot of stuff to talk about. I think it's time to talk about some ancient Greek or Egyptian myths. Nice, nice save. <laughs> oh, I'm not, we're not informed today, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just do a jingle and pretend this intro didn't exist? Okay, well we can press stop record and we don't have to. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, nice jingle. Uh, Dan, what are we looking at today, bruv? We are looking at, thanks bruv, uh, a little myth. This one is also kind of about, this one's also related to, you know how last week we did the girl with the red rose slippers? And that was like mm. a human myth from ancient Egypt. Yes. This one is like a human slash god myth. They're humans working alongside gods, I believe. Is there going to be Brian the Eagle? Probably, I, I don't actually know. Okay. Well, Why are you asking me like I've read the myth we're about to do? Have you done not... 190 episodes with me? <laughs> <laughs> have you have you done preparation? If so, where's Dan Rose? Um... <laughs> yeah. Um, this one is called though, Matt, episode 119, Princess of Bechetan. That's a lovely term. And uh, uh, shall I start off then? Do you know what? I would love that so much. Please do. Please do the honors. And now I don't really, as you know, listener, I don't really read the. We don't really read it until we are performing it, and I think that adds to its um, chaotic nature. Um, but also, I just I read ahead just for this one line, and I think it might be my favorite opener to any myth that we have done. Are you ready for this, Dan? Yes, I'm ready. Pharaoh 
brackets, probably Ramesses III, end brackets, <laughs> which I think is a strong start. It's like, a pharaoh, I don't know which one, mate. Come on, what, what, what more do you want from me? History is murky, Matt. Why are you making... F- they lived a long time ago, the Egyptians. They couldn't write everything down. They were just like, oh, yeah, do you remember when that pharaoh did that thing? It was implied that everyone knew it was Ramesses III, but obviously, as time has gone on, people have forgotten that it was Ramesses III, and they forgot to write it down. <laughs> But why not just say Ramses III for a storytelling point? I th- the fact that this is probably in the second word of the whole myth is very much just like, yeah, we're not sure about this one. Whatever. Give it a go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have been reading enough to know that I think at the end I'll explain that I think there is historical evidence to back up that it was Ramses <gasps> III. Oh, that's cool. So, Pharaoh, probably Ramses III, was in the country of Nehern, thought to be in western Syria near the Euphrates River. River. Oh, I know that area well. Do you? Is that where you were born? Yes. Oh, that's good to hear. Uh, who is your mum? What's her name? Um, <laughs> I don't know enough about ancient history or geography to make the funny jokes. Let's just pretend that I didn't say it. Are you saying Western are you, Syria? Are you saying your mum is from ancient times? That's very rude. Hmm. Nineteen sixty something. <laughs> oh, Hashtag uh, yeah. Seven. Um. So, uh, the pharaoh was, pro- uh, was collecting his annual tribute when the prince of Beketon came with the other chiefs to salute him and to present gifts. The other chiefs brought gold, lapsus lalusi, turquoise, and precious woods. But the prince of Beketon had also offered his eldest daughter, who was very beautiful, as his wife. A lot of, uh, there was some odd punctuation from me there, but I think I rolled with it. He did. He, it's good. Basically, the pharaoh's in a town called Neren. He's getting his uh, all the you know the th- the people of the town are giving like their pharaoh the, his offerings, his tributes, and people are bringing normal stuff like objects. And he, there's one guy's rocked up and um, said that he can. <laughs> he's trying to give so, the pharaoh his eldest daughter as a gift. What clearly what's happened here is that this guy, they're all traveling there and like, oh, I brought some gold. I've got some turquoise. What have you got, prince? And he's like, uh, oh, God, I forgot to get him anything. Oh, would you like my eldest daughter? Yeah, he's uh, just turned like, the person to his left and gone, oh, I'm with my daughter. <laughs> She'll do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, also, so, what is Lapis Lazuli? You know what? I have heard of it before. Can you Google uh, that, please, we... Matthew, and find out for me? Um, but which one would you prefer out of all of them? Probably gold. Um, ooh, um, <laughs> you know, it's a boring answer, but a Dan answer. Lapis Laluzi is one of the most sought-after stones in, uh, in use since man's history began. It's a deep, deep celestial blue remains and a symbol of royalty, honor, gods, and power and spirit. It's it's a symbol of wisdom and truth. Okay, I take my gold answer back. That sounds awesome. I want that stuff. Aha! Uh-huh. Why why don't you take gold and buy more of it? You idiot. Um, oh, anyway. God, that's so sensible. <laughs> the pharaoh accepted and took her back to Egypt, where he made her the chief royal wife and named her Ra-Neferu, the beauties of Ra. So he just, like, gives her a new name. That's harsh. Yeah. Hi, my name's saying. Sarah. Nope. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. Also, <laughs> I, I, I was just went to my she was like i don't understand that's a weird day for her right she's gone to this site to see the pharaoh on a day trip out with her dad and before she knows it he's like <laughs> sold her to the pharaoh. Or not even sold her he's just given her to the pharaoh and this is very we saw this last week in 
the ruby red slipper where like there's there's a lot of object objectification of women here isn't there there's very much like you are literally a token you are now sold bye yeah you know i mean like there's a lot of that going on yeah it was a better time wasn't it matt oh shut up man. <laughs> <laughs> of course you're gonna say that anyway sometime later during the 15th regnal year regnal year regal year one of the best one of the best regnal years What's a regnal year? I don't know. Just keep going. I'm going to say regal, because I think regal sounds better. Even though that might change its meaning. Anyway, I'll just say regnal. Sometime later, during the 15th regnal year, the Prince of Beckerton visited Thebes and presented offerings to the king and paid homage to him. He explained Queen Ra-Neferu's youngest sister, Bent-Rechet, or Bent-Enth-Rechet, was very ill, and he implored Pharaoh to send one of his physicians. The king immediately summoned all of the learned men of his court and asked him to choose a skilled physician to travel to Bechten to heal the queen's young sister. They chose the royal scribe, Tehuti M. Beb, and he set off to see the poor girl. When he examined her, he realized her illness was the work of an evil spirit, one which he could not exercise. Oh, he would say that, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's like, uh, you know, if you pay the day right, I can't exercise that. But, you know, if you pay me my nightly right, you know, double uh, overtime, I can bloody well do it. Um, so the Prince of Beckerton asked Pharaoh to send a god to combat the spirit. Ooh, okay. So, okay, this is an interesting myth so far, isn't it, Dan? Like, vibes. We haven't really had ghostly spirits before, right? No, we haven't. I like this. It's like it's got it's got a horror movie vibe about it, hasn't it? Like, please, my daughter's very sick, so some physician travels out like into a remote part of ancient, the ancient world to discover this like princess on her deathbed being attacked by evil spirits. You know, also last week we had like the blueprints for Cinderella with the ruby red slipper. Is this like now? Don't I mean this seriously, Dan? Is this this myth, is it the blueprints, the foundations, the early workings of Ghostbusters? Yes, 100%. Because <laughs> like, who are you going to call? The Royal Scribe to Hootie and Bev. Yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who are going to call? Duty, it doesn't really go with the thing. It? <laughs> By the way, you nailed all those. You really wrote out all those names quite quite well. well played. I like Egyptian names because unlike Greek or Norse, they're kind of like they have lots of hyphens in them, so you can really like phonetically like work mm-hmm. through them. You can absolutely. Yeah, it's a lot easier to put the pronunciations. I think, but you have to have a bit more cadence in the rhythm, like the Hooti and Beb. Yeah, you know I mean, I like Dan. Would you name your child a Hooti? Yeah, I would. I like the name Tahuti. It's cool. Tahuti Fruity. Um, So, the envoy arrived in Egypt during the festival of Amnon. Amnon. During the festival of Amnon. When the pharaoh heard the message, he went straight to the temple of Khonsu, Nefer Hepte. Now, Matt, would you like a little uh, myth's corner? Would you like me to tell you all about who Khonsu is? Yes, I would love to hear all about that, please. Uh, Khonsu, uh, the temple that they've just gone to, was the moon god and the son of Amon Ri and Moot. Do you remember Moot? She was like the daughter of Ra when he fucked his shadow and made children. Oh, yeah, yeah. How could I forget that? It's a Moot point. Nice. His name derives from the root Kens, which means to travel, to move about, to run. 
He was usually portrayed as a man with the head of a hawk and the hearing and wearing the lunar disc. He was also shown as a child with the sidelock of youth. Konsu was a very old god of primitive times. Konsu was associated with the moon and was considered a form of froth by the Thebans. And it was in Thebes that Ramesses III built the house of Konsu in Thebes, Nephtahepteb. Hence why we think this pharaoh is Ramesses III, clearly, I think. It was said that when Konsu caused the crescent moon to shine, women conceived, cattle became fertile, and all nostrils and every throat were filled with fresh air. Oh, thank God it said fresh air, because there was a lot of fertility going on here. Like, women conceived, camel, uh, cattle became fertile, and all nostrils were full of cum. Oh, what? what? Oh, God, no! Oh, God, And we know oh, the no. Egyptians aren't adverse to that. Yeah, absolutely. Mr. Bloody uh, uh, Sets. Um, Mr. Horus uh, and Set, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, that's that's been like, thank you for that Miss Corner. Um, would you like me to Miss Corner? You rarely have a Miss Corner. <laughs> I don't. And also, are you impressed that I did it all off the top of my head? Yeah, you did it all off the top of your head. There's not no way that you did it on the Miss uh, on the Google document, and you you did a little a little section uh, in red to say that's my little section which I've researched actually. I actually find it more impressive that you researched it, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow, me having actually researched that is more impressive than had I have improvised that. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Um, but, so, uh, Matt, okay. what happens then? So he goes to the temple of, uh, of Khonshu, the moon god, and what does he say? He said to the god... What did he say, Dan? Oh, uh, do I do a Egyptian accent, or is that I... crossing every line... I think it needs to be Cornish, actually. A Cornish. <laughs> well, actually, let me think about it. So who's saying this, actually? Let me, sorry, who's saying it's, this? It's the Pharaoh, Pharaoh Ramesses. Okay, it's the Pharaoh. Okay, Ramesses. <clears throat> actually, you know who did play Ramesses? You need uh, Ray Fiennes for this because he played Ramesses, didn't he, in Prince of Egypt? Yeah, obviously, yeah. I think he actually played Ramesses the second, but whatever. Oh, my Lord, I have come once again into thy presence to petition you on behalf of the daughter of the Prince of Bechten. Okay, the god imbued a statue of him with power, and this image was sent to Bechten. Can I just say, this is a really fucking weird myth, right? Because this girl needs medical help. And they're like, okay, I guess I'll just talk to, I'll just pray and just hope for the best, right? That's, that's literally is all that's happened. Isn't that just basically medicine for the last like four thousand years? Yeah, uh, hopefully she'll be okay. Or it's gonna have to. Have you tried that thing when you drill a hole in her head? Oh no, I haven't. I was yeah. going to that. <laughs> that's my next alternative medicine. Yeah, um, after leeches. So the god imbued a statue of him with power, and the image was sent to Beckerton. After a journey of seventeen months, the god confronted the demon who left the girl immediately, and she was cured. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How This this myth is very dumb. The, the god <laughs> travelled. So <laughs> actually, so, uh, so basically the pharaoh went to the temple and asked for the, the god Konsu, and the god actually did actually come down and then answer him. But I, what I don't like... managed to get a god to work for 17 months free. Yes, and, and what I like is that it's like the demon just left with no hesitation. He's like, oh, yeah, fair, fair enough, Paul. Fair enough. Paul. Do you know what it was, though? I bet the demon was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, oh, you've got the god with you. Fuck off. And then the, and then the god was like, hey. He was like, oh, my God, he actually did. 
Oh, shit, son. Well, they really call my bluff. I am leaving this body. But I also think after 17 months, what more, you know what I mean? Like, what more, like, you've done all the damage you can do, right? To be honest, after 17 months, it was probably just that she got better naturally. (laughs) And they just don't know how. So they just made an excuse and said that it was because the demon left because of the god. Because 17 months is a very odd and specific time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, wow, she got better. Was that... uh, She must have just got better on her own. They're like, nah, definitely because of that statue that we put by her bed for 17 months. (laughs) And they're like, oh, all right. (laughs) So why didn't it work in the first month? (laughs) Don't know. Don't know, mate. God works in mysterious ways. (laughs) Um, Then the demon spoke to Konsu, recognizing his power and asked for forgiveness. However, he also asked that a feast be held for him and Konsu before he left the mortal world for his own lands. Um, so basically, he's like, oh, he's actually, he's already leaving, but he's also like, oh, I might as well get a free dinner out of it. Wait, Let's so the demon is like, fine, I'll leave and go back to the realm of demons, but also like, can I have a, fe- why would he want a feast? He doesn't deserve a feast. He's just been like making this girl sick. He's just been possessing someone. <laughs> Yeah, imagine like a serial killer and the police are like, police, uh, freeze. And it's like, okay, okay. Just, you know, before we go down to the holding cell, can I have a T-bone steak? Also, he's been, it's taken 17 months and now he's got the audacity to ask for a feast to be held on his honor. What? This demon, gotta give it to him. He's ballsy. <laughs> he's a ballsy motherfucker. Um, why don't you just go and possess someone else? Well, I think what, he's just... Look, I don't really know what's going on. Isn't it weird that we're like five episodes into Egyptian myths and we're already scraping the bottom of the barrel? (laughs) (laughs) Funny, because it's true. To be fair, it's not... It's genuinely not our fault for like uh, it's not from a lack of trying of research. It's just uh, it just, just it, well, we knew that that's why this whole this whole season three has been miscellaneous, isn't it? We knew that nothing we were going to do, including Egyptian myths, was going to have enough to- um, co- content to make like whole a whole season out of it. So it's what it is. It's one of those myths. Well, I mean, we've got a few. It's fine. It's, I'm enjoying this. It is fun and all fans. It's very very fun. Um, anyway. A great feast was held, and everyone had a good time, apart from a girl who had uh, died in her pudding because she was exercised. I, I, was, I made that bit up. Yeah, um, that did happen. Then the demon went home, as promised. So everyone in- had like had a feast with the demon. Weird. Yeah, everyone's like just having a little chin wag because like, they had a bit. Of- would that not be quite insulting to the girl, the princess, who's just been like presented? She'd be like, "Dude, why are we? Why are we being nice to this? Why am I going to be friends with this guy?" They're gonna have to make small talk at her own at his party. It's awkward. Yeah. So, so how was my daughter's spleen? <laughs> yeah. Hey, sorry about uh, possessing you the last seventy months. Uh, so it's fine. It happens. <laughs> I've just been possessed by another one. Hey, <laughs> another seventeen months. Okay, but uh, also like, what? What is this story about? Because it starts off with the Prince of Beckett, and then is daughter then her sister is ill it's all over the place it's actually got nothing I mean? to do with that girl has it it's yeah. purely just about her sister <laughs> if you wanted to distill this whole myth into a, a line it's um a man prayed and something happened <laughs> yeah a god kicked a demon out of a woman's body anyway yeah, what happened he's... to the god though because Konsu's uh, no one's really said anything about him and he did a good job he got rid of the demon 
Well, funnily enough then, the prince realised how powerful Khonsu was and decided to keep his image in Bekatet. Um, but after three years, Khonsu decided to return to Egypt in the form of a golden hawk. <gasps> Khonsu's Brian the Eagle. Khonsu's Brian the Eagle, yeah. Or is the golden Brian hawk actually Brian the Eagle's um, cousin, Barry the Hawk? <laughs> Barry the Hawk, yeah. Brian's the cousin. less famous one. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and uh, when the prince saw that he felt saw this, he felt ashamed for trying to keep a god there and sent all, sent back all the belongings of the god together with numerous offerings and gifts. When the tribute arrived in Egypt, the pharaoh placed it at the foot of the statue of Khonsu in the great temple. What a load of fucking bollocks that was! Absolute travesty there. You enjoyed that, didn't you, Matt? I actually did enjoy it, but also, like, it it was a long way to get nowhere. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> when I skim read this before I did it, I thought it would be quite funny because it's like <laughs> so, it's like, it's like a drunk, or someone on drugs has written this, and they, or, or someone with no writing experience, and the narrative is just all over the shop, and things happen you know, for no real reason, but also are happening know, for, I don't know. My brother has a friend called Vince, and Vince is a very lovely man. Uh, however, when he gets drunk, he'll try and tell you a story, and that story will last about uh, an hour, and it will have no meaning. It'll just go no absolutely. Just no goes around way. the houses. Is, this is a Vince Smith, mate. This is a Vince Smith. Should we rank it? Well, I there's any point, but anyway, here we go. We're going to just rank this myth. I've never really had content for a myth before, but this is this is the first one. <laughs> I'm really smiling because I don't, I've, I've never heard you be so confused. By well, a myth. I know it's not. Tell you what, it's not going to get tens this time. <laughs> Matt, Matt secretly hates this myth. I don't think it's a secret, mate. <laughs> anyway, that's. Hey there, my name is Matt Huss, and in this link, I have an American accent, and I advocate the safe use of this podcast in small doses. How do we rank it, Dan? We rank it in four categories, uh, life skills, morals, creativity, and WTF. Each one is out of 10, giving us a total score of 40. I don't think this is going to be a 40. Like, the only 40 that's ever existed was an Egyptian myth, to be fair, so we know they can do it Yeah, when they want to, just not... <laughs> Which is not today, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I think I think they let the cat in the bag, and that cat was a god. Um, okay. Do you remember like, so, a few weeks ago? You joked that once we'd reached forty, we would then be we would just keep going down and down and down until we. Uh, mm. Anyway, I think this might be a low one, but anyway, uh, that's high skills. What have we learned, Matt? The practical things we learned. We learned how to sell our daughter. We learned how to sell our daughter. We learned how to practice medicine. No, we didn't really, did we? Because he just gave up and just said she was she had a demon in her. Which, to be fair, was the correct diagnosis. To be fair to him, yes. To, um, to, to Huti Embeb, he was right. We said he was just doing shitty doctor work, but actually, it was the correct diagnosis in the end. Um, it's also it's about who you know, not who you are. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. if they didn't know the pharaoh, he would have just. The sister would have died, surely. Yeah, so actually, the guy has unwittingly sold his daughter to the, or given his daughter away to the pharaoh without realizing that it would actually end up saving his other daughter's life. Wow. I guess that's more, uh, let's put that in morals. That's not a life skill, but no, it's no, definitely no, I just morals. To get it out there. 
Yeah, no, no, no. I, it was my my fault, but for sure, um, that's a very good point. One life skill yeah. is how we learned how to pray, didn't we? We learned how to, and it worked. I mean, the god Konsu answered the Pharaoh Ramses the Third's pleas, and he went into the he he went into the statue so he could be carried to the girl and and kick the demon out. We learned how to kick a demon out of someone. We learned how to exercise someone. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's you know what we never exercised them before. We we learned how to build a temple to Konshu. Yep, exactly. We learned how to hold uh, a dinner. Yes, when oh that's that's quite a good one in all fairness. We learned also, how to. No be... one died at this dinner, and that's that's worth something based on other myths we've done. Um, I, who do you reckon's a better host, uh, Konsu or the little girl for hosting the demon? Probably the little girl because she was a trooper. Yeah, she <laughs> for seventeen months. Um. Um, I think I was actually getting, I was quite annoyed at this. And it, to be honest, it's very, I'm going to say four because it's I not, agree. I agree. Not, and that's genuinely be, being generous there. Uh, so whatever. Uh, let me type in. I'll do it for you. Oh, did it the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, morals. I'll start talking about morals. So um, these are, well, the moral things we learned. Uh, we've already talked about how. Actually, you know, it's a bit bad morally giving your daughter away to a pharaoh because maybe he forgot to bring other gifts like the other men had with gold and such. But also it kind of worked out like everything happens for a reason. And it happened because eventually they would need to go back to her and the pharaoh to ask for help for his, her little sister. I, But here's the thing, which is apparent of all myths like this. None of the women ever have any say or voices or anything like that. It's just... Um, I'll just pray to a god and they'll sort it all out. Do you know what I mean? It's it's weird though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And also, what's the deal with the end bit where it's just like, like Konsu gets pissed off and the prince has a hissy fit and he sends everything back? Well, I guess that moral is like, don't keep people beyond their will without their will. So you're saying the person in my basement shouldn't be there? Yes. Well, well, actually, this is kind of moral. What this is saying is it's okay to keep a woman prisoner but without her consent, but gods, they're more important, so you can't do it. That's actually a fantastic point there, Dan. Like, it's... He, it's, the, the, he was like, oh, I'm so sorry, Konsu. I can't believe I've been so naive as to kept you captive in that statue. That's so rude of me. Forgetting that he also has a harem of, like, slave girls or whatever. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's uh, pretty... Uh... Let's be honest, it's still low morals three yeah don't give a fuck this week mate don't give a creativity fuck. there you go matt off you go have a little rant well it's to be fair there's interesting things there's there are that there, there is one <laughs> no uh i i think this cool that there's you know there's a hawk there's this cool god we haven't seen before um Festival of Amnon. We had never seen the. I guess the cre- the true creativity is the lack of the exorcism. We've seen exorcism for the first time, which is pretty out there, right? Yeah. I also but, think like there was some kind of narrative. Like, okay, we thought it was a bit pointless that we even started with the whole woman getting given to the pharaoh because actually it was about her sister. But that still created layers. Like, we still got to like understand a little bit more about her family and whatever. Do you know what? It felt like it was the ultimate Norse story where it, it gave you a small snippet of something and then went off into a tangent, but it did that for the whole story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say three or two. 
Give it a three because of the exorcism stuff. Yes. And finally, WTF. Actually, uh, apart from the, the selling of the daughter, the exorcism general, and the bit at the end where he left, and maybe the feast as well. I would say Very the little. feast is quite WTF. Like, they held a feast for the demon. That's weird. It so, That's quite, Dan. It's weird, but not necessarily WTF. It's in the same ballpark, and you'll get credit for it. But I don't think it's exactly... It's not exactly WTF. It's not exactly gore or... It's weird, but it's not unfathomable. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm with you. I know what you mean. I know. But I thought the W in WTF stood for weird. <laughs> weird, weird the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, obviously. Well, it is a bit weird, and but I don't. I think it meant to be more. It's not. It's not as mind blowing as it was. As it. Do you think it's a four for WTF? I'm gonna say three. Honestly, I do think it is quite WTF, and it's WTF that they kept the ghost for three years before finally they were like, "Oh, by the way, we should probably let him go." Well, just for seventeen months, though, right? Not hmm. three years. Well, no, like they held the ghost. For- the, after the demon was was exorcised and after the feast, the prince kept Consu for three years. Trapped oh, I see. Yeah, Consu, yeah. I, he was like, dude, I've done my job. It's been three years. Why have you kept me in your house? I'm leaving. Okay, I think walk and left. Which, by the way, showed that he could have done that at any point during the three years. Yeah, is, yeah. I never understood that. What? Yeah, you could just leave any time. So, That's why that, again... Oh, four. I hate how you try and push it up all the time, Dan. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I've ever done that. Okay, so it's four plus three plus three plus four. So it's four. Is it 14? 14. Well, it's more than 10, which is good. Uh, I am. Well, you're lucky. You're lucky, mate. 14. It's pretty. Not the lowest score, but a low score for sure. Oh, it's it's pretty down there. Well, you know, I uh, I'm pretty. Oh, Jesus, I'm just what what Dan? I wait, jeez. Can we can we do a different? We're gonna do a bet. We're gonna do a better one than that next time, right? Come on, mate. Matt, the whole point of a ranking system is that we have the ups and downs. Not every myth is gonna score like thirty plus. I know you want them to. Well, you know, to, okay, okay. We're doing this uh, podcast know, for, for the wider educational purposes. <laughs> <laughs> for for us two, no one else. Okay, okay. As an episode, I mean, there's been 119 episodes. We're bound to have a few that are a bit shit, and I think we might just not push this one as much. <laughs> <laughs> Do we push any of them? <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, like, you know, I, people are like, oh, which podcast? You're like, which one? Oh, give me a good episode to listen to. 119 is not one. I'm going to be like, oh. Oh, listen to 119. Cracker. 40 out of 40. Awesome. Do you know what's going to be really annoying? Because people will be like, this will be the, like, people somehow get promotion and get wind of this episode and then they'll, they'll download it all the time and they'll be like, come on, guys, why don't you download it, the, all the, the quality ones? Uh, in all fairness, like, to be fair, as a podcast, it's still a good podcast, but just that story was a bit, um, a, a road to nowhere. You've been deflated, aren't you, Matt? I'm sorry. Well, no, no, you don't need to be sorry. And you know what? I'm glad, we, as you said, we do have to have some bad myths from time to time because it gives shining to the good ones. And hey, it was but, still interesting. Come on. And also, I realise we haven't actually said your name yet, Dan. Uh, I'm Matt Hoss. That's Dan Rhodes. And, and, uh, Why uh, did you I'll do be... that? We did that right at the start. 
No, we did say your name. Joke the other, like the other guy. I didn't say. Did I say your name? Well, I, I think you called me Dan a lot. Well, I just thought it'd be a nice way to finish off Dan, the other man. Um, but yeah, well, Dan, where can people find us online? They can find us on Facebook. They can find us on Twitter at Miss Podcast. And where can they people can email, email us at G- at Miss Pod. That's it. That's what I meant to say. Misspodcast.gmail.com. They can. Oh, they can find us on the Misfits page on Facebook. Yes, you can. A little forum for our fans, all uh, all two of them. Um, And beyond that, why don't you check out my my cool podcast called Castable? It's where famous people get to pitch their dream music festival. It's a lot of hard work. So why don't you listen to it? Matt, for the last time, you can't just plug things because you had to work hard for them. Oh, also, check out my Twitch as well. I, I worked really hard for that as well. Oh, sorry, Dan, what were you saying? Matt House Comedy on Twitch? Go on, Dan, what were you saying? So I was just talking about Matt House Comedy on Twitch. Oh, yeah, thank you. Have you seen me yet? You should come and, you should come, uh, come and play sometime. Yeah, sure. Dan, have you ever been on Twitch? No. Would you like to? I will do it one day, I promise. One day. All right, next time you're up here, you know, come on. Come and play. Anyway, <laughs> um, I've been Dan Rhodes. And I have been Matt Hoss, and uh, we'll see you very, very soon. For another, hopefully, more fascinating myth. Doubt it. Bye. Bye. Myths. Myths.